0: Hey, you guys, it's me, Ella. Before we get into the show, I just wanted to tell you a couple of things. One is Dr. Tom and I were recording remotely, both of us, and so the sound is just less than perfect in this episode, but I think you are going to find there is so much knowledge here. I don't think you're going to care, but I just wanted to acknowledge that and let you know. Okay, second thing, the beauty contest from the episode with Nadine Artemis, that came to a conclusion, and we named the winner, and she is all over social media, so I I want to congratulate Kelly on winning the prize pack from Living Libations. In other news, however, I have got to just say the biggest, fattest, warmest thank you to every single one of you who has shared this show or who has left a review in iTunes or who has told someone that they know and care about about the show. And just going through those contest entries made me realize it just, it just utterly filled me with gratitude. So contest aside, I just want to thank each and every one of you for your time, for your love, for your communications, and again, just for sharing the show whenever you have done. That's just such a gift. Thank you so much so much. Okay, stay tuned for Dr. Tom Nixon. He's back, and holy moly, does he blow my mind in this episode. And I even heard him give this talk, and he still blew my mind with this episode. So we start off talking about bone density and osteoporosis, and we get into so many side topics, I think you're going to find them profoundly useful. And I have done a better job, I would say, than even usual of capturing these notes so that in the show notes at onairwithella.com you can just look up Nixon or this episode number on the site you will be able to link to every single thing that we mentioned in this show so just remember that okay that's it here we go welcome you're on air with Ella where we share simple strategies and truths from people who are doing something better than we are whether it's wellness or fitness and fat loss to just living better and with more energy or changing your mindset to accomplish more in your own life and succeeding however you define it. This is where we share the best of what we're learning from the experts and we're learning more every day. Live better, start now. Hey everyone, you're on air with And a friend of yours, we've brought back Dr. Tom Nixon. How you doing, Tom?
1: Ella, what's going on? I'm so happy that you're back. I love it. Honored. Thank you.
0: Well, one of the reasons I love having you on the show is because I just think the work that you're doing is amazing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gush for just a second. Please hold. Um, the work that you're doing is amazing. I think the entire world needs to know about you, and I consider it my personal job to make that happen.
1: I appreciate that. We're, we're honored. I'm thankful to get to do what, what I get to do and the people we get to help it is uh, it, it's quite it's amazing I'm thankful for it
0: well you guys I have the privilege of knowing Dr. Tom off air and watching what he's doing in his practice which I'll link to in the show notes is just absolutely revolutionary and the day that we have a Dr. Tom in every city in the world is the day that we'll have a proper revolution on our hands okay gushing over that's it it's all you got
1: it's <laughs> that sounds like genetic true but that it's
0: sounds- over now
1: <laughs> that sounds like genetic modification Hello (laughs) We don't do that. No,
0: I'm opposed to that. Um, (laughs) so you guys, I actually just heard Dr. Tom speak at an event that we both were present at, and well, I think that was terrible grammar. Anyway, we were both there, and Dr. Tom was brilliant, and I was like, I need you to come on the show and just share this entire presentation with everybody. And you said yes.
1: Yes, I love it. It was a great talk. I love doing them, get out in the community and just just educating and empowering people. Well, let me tell you
0: why I wasn't, why this actually surprised me. The thing we're talking about today is like bone density and osteoporosis and the other osteo word that I can't say yet, but I will (laughs) by the end of the show. And this condition that frankly, If you'd said, hey, Ella, let's do a show on osteoporosis, I would have been like, "Eh, you know, maybe let's get around to it. When I heard you talk about this, I learned so much. I was there to actually present and to speak a little bit. And instead, I was just like a groupie in the corner writing notes. And I was like, (laughs) you've got to do this on the show. So here we are. And I want to get into it. But can you give those of us who maybe haven't heard the first episode that you did, Tom, or maybe it's been a while, can you remind them of who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, so I'm a maximized living chiropractor in North Carolina, and uh, so as a maximized living chiropractor, my wife and I we own a health center, and so we focus on chiropractic, focus on the nervous system, and then we help people with lifestyle changes uh, when it comes to exercise and detox and nutrition and what we put into our bodies and and how to detoxify. So really, we call them the five essentials of health, and and just really moving away from sickness and disease and closer to health and wholeness. And so in our practice. We see people all across the board, all the way from you know babies who are who are days old uh, to our oldest patient right now, who's 98, and uh, she's now on zero medications. Uh, I'm also oh, wow. uh, part of the uh, Wellness Advisory Council uh, for USA uh, USA Wrestling, and uh, so I'll be going to the Olympics uh, for Rio uh, in August, uh, taking care of some of those guys. But all across the oh, board. Oh, that's so I mean, cool. Yeah, no, it's exciting.
0: But you've really, you've, you've perfected the ability to say, I'm going to the Olympics this summer without, and make it sound like it's like no big deal.
1: No no biggie, just a, just a long plane flight.
0: <laughs> so let's get into this. Can you just give us an overview on, on the topic that we're addressing today? And then we'll obviously get into the specifics.
1: Yeah, so we're talking about bone density. So when people talk about bone density, the two words they hear, osteoporosis and osteopenia. Those are the big ones when it comes to to bone density. And so really the strength of your bones is what we're talking about and why that matters. We'll walk through why it matters. Also, you know, there's a big thing out there with the calcium myth, and uh, we'll kind of break that down. Okay,
0: good. All right. So osteopenia, is that, is it, am I saying that right?
1: You, you got it. Osteopenia is the one, it's the forerunner that comes before osteoporosis. So during the osteopenia cycle, the bones are becoming basically the bone loss is beginning. The thinning of the bones is happening. Osteoporosis. Think when you hear porosis, think porous, right? Think porous. The you actually have less bone inside of the matrix.
0: So the density has
1: diminished. Exactly. Like think about pores in your skin. Your mm-hmm. bone has all those holes in it.
0: Okay, and so why is this of a- particular concern to women and maybe it's not maybe there's no gender line at all but it sure seems like
1: there is no and so there is and and truly it definitely affects more women than it does men and really what that comes down to it's one thing it's hormones oh. it's hormones so we can talk about this and uh our, one of the things that women go through and i'm very sensitive to this with my female patients who come to my office it's menopause
0: so that's what the commercials would have you believe. Like the moment you hit menopause, that's it. Your bones are brittle. You're breaking.
1: So let's talk about this. Let's talk about why or how osteoporosis happens, and then let's talk about what they try to do about it. So with with men when menopause happens, and it's a it's a normal cycle in a woman's life. The symptoms that people experience, like hot flashes, insomnia, night sweats, can't sleep, uh, your bone density is decreasing. Those are not normal symptoms they are common but they are not normal so one of the things that happens when you go through menopause your hormones change your estrogen which is your growth hormone your estrogen turns off and starts decreasing right and your progesterone goes the opposite direction so estrogen is your growth hormone and so that's the one that increases when you're going through puberty and things are growing, uh, reproductive things are growing, and it's just it's good. That's a normal process. Menopause happens. Now those things start coming down. It's the end of it's the end of your cycles. When menopause turns on, estrogen goes down. When estrogen turns down, your bone density goes down because you're down regulating what's called osteoblastic activity. So this is good. This is great for everyone to know. Uh, in your bones, you have two types of cells osteoblasts and osteoclasts, right? Osteoblasts with a B, osteoblasts build bone, osteoclasts cut down bone.
0: And how, so those are naturally occurring? What are they? Yes.
1: So they're normal, right? So remember you're, you're all you are are cells and every single day your cells live and they die. Just like your skin cells, just like your red blood cells, your pancreas, your every single organ, including your bones. And so you, in your bones, every single day, you have the buildup and the breakdown of bone cells. The osteoblasts build bone, osteoclasts cut down the bone. When someone goes through menopause, your osteoblastic activity slows down. So you're building less bone. Okay, but here comes the problem. Now, so now I've listened to some of your podcasts where someone will come in and talk about menopause and hormones. Most women have excess estrogen, a lot of them, especially uh, especially women who are using things like toxic makeups, right? Mm-hmm. If, if no one ever taught us how to not eat out of certain plastics, right? We're putting toxic chemicals on our skin. We are getting xenoestrogens. We're getting xenoestrogens estrogen mimickers, right, through even our food. So uh, cows who are fed conventional food, they're getting loads of antibiotics. They're getting loads of growth hormone. Those growth hormones are estrogen mimickers. We consume them. Now you have a female who has excess estrogen, goes through menopause, and her estrogen has to drop farther, has to drop farther, which decreases the bone density faster.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. There's so many things in there. And two things I want to point out, and we'll talk about the age issue in a minute because you make a really excellent point about that. But we're not just talking about menopausal or premenopausal women. I know because two things, one is all of the things you just identified, like cosmetics and toiletries or beauty products, uh, personal care products, I should say, and um, plastics, those are raising men's estrogen levels as well. You got it. Secondly, I had a family member who was twenty four and told she was uh, what's it when you're pre osteoporosis what's that called or is yeah, that osteopenia
1: so, so oste osteopenia
0: okay that is osteopenia okay well, <laughs> she was in her twenties and she was demonstrating that because she was anorexic, she had a very severe eating disorder, and wow. it was already resulting in are you ready osteopenia you got it. In her in her early twenties, so we are not just talking about um, pre- and menopausal women. However, it is a very useful context in which to discuss the role that hormones play. I get that.
1: Absolutely. So, because I mean, think about it. I mean, as females, everyone's going to. We're all, all females are working towards that menopause age, and so if you want to prevent osteoporosis, well, it starts now. It starts now. Learning what these things are and start start changing them.
0: That's a good point. And tell me why the the commercials would have you believe that every woman that turns 55 is going to have osteoporosis. And I know that you just want to blow the age myth out of the water and you kind of already made the point, but why don't you bring it home for us?
1: No, I, I love it. So here's what happens in my practice. Patient comes in, uh, my doctor said, or whoever said I've osteoporosis, my, they did my DEXA scan. And uh, and I ask him the question. I go, so so why did your doctor say you have osteoporosis? Like, what did he say? What's a DEXA scan? DEXA is a bone density scan. Okay. Yep. DEXA, D-E-X-A. Got it. And so they'll uh they'll say well no you know it's just kind of it's just kind of old age and um so that is a it is a that is a cop out so but in my book the way i walk through it walk through it with people i go listen so where is the osteoporosis and they'll say well my doctor said it's in my it's in my right hip right it's in my right si joint it's in my right hip and i'll ask them the question so (laughs) so think about this your right hip is the exact same age as your left hip is that true (laughs) <laughs> and they look and they think and they go, yup, right? <sighs> your right hip is the exact same age as every single bone in your body. That's the truth. If it were old age, it would be every single one of your bones every single time. Every single bone would be osteoporotic and it is not. It's not old age. It's not old age. Same thing with arthritis. It's not old age. All your bones are the exact same age. So then when they say they have osteoporosis, then they start putting them on, on the different medications. Uh, this is one of the, one of the things I want to blow out of the water for people. There's such a huge calcium myth that says it's because you're not eating enough calcium that's why you got osteoporosis. So this is this is one of the things that happens. So they get diagnosed with osteoporosis. Doctor puts them on a medication. So things like th- things like Boniva, uh, things like Fosamax. And so here's here's the logic behind the medication. I'm gonna teach you the truth of why they don't work. So those are all part of a part of a family. of of medications called bisphenols. These are the bisphenol family, they want their goal is to kill These are pharmaceuticals. They're pharmaceutical drugs. Bisphenols are designed to, number one, harden your bone. So what the medication does, its job is to kill the osteoclasts. Remember the osteoclasts kill down bone. They cut down bone. Okay. So the medication kills those cells. So the goal is to stop the bone from basically eating away, and it makes the bones very hard, okay? Which sounds good, right? Yeah, you're so like, oh, oh good, cool. hard
0: bones. Hard, hard <laughs>
1: bones. Mom always said I needed hard bones or whatever, right? So, <laughs> she so never pro- said that. <laughs> no, she didn't. So here's here's the example I use, and I think it's a pretty decent example. So there's a difference if you look at trees or twigs. I'm not a gardener, but if you look at <laughs> t- trees and twigs, it's really simple to see. In, in the wintertime, you will have trees that are alive but they are dormant, okay? They're dormant. There's no buds or anything. And then compare that to a tree that is completely dead, okay? In a tree that is dormant, it's still alive, it's just not budding any leaves because it's wintertime, that, that twig still has flexibility, still moves. On the inside, it's still green, okay? But that twig is strong. On the other side, you got a dead one, a dead twig. If you take a dead twig and you try to bend it, what happens?
0: It'll snap.
1: This is why the rate increase of those pharmaceutical drugs that make your bones harder is the same rate increase that you see with increased fractures. You are kidding me. Because your bones are hard. Just because your bones are hard doesn't mean they're strong. In fact, it means they're more brittle. A dead twig is hard and brittle.
0: Oh boy, this stuff drives me mad.
1: <laughs> mm, me okay, so you get your diagnosis,
0: and then they say, "And we have this magic pill to cure this." And then you take the pill, and it, in a sense, addresses one fraction of the issue while creating several more.
1: Right, and and, and just in general, I mean, it's just, it never fixes the cause. It's not the right place. Right. Fix. So here we go. So let's kind of talk about that. The other okay. thing that they'll say. They'll, talk, they'll go down the road of nutrition and they'll say, well, now you just need to take more calcium, All right? What the research is showing is that it's not a calcium deficiency. That's the problem. What's happening is we don't have enough calcium being mineralized into our bones. So mineralization means basically means the activation of calcium to get absorbed into our bones. And there's a couple steps nutritionally that will drive that process. But then we take it to the next extreme that says, well, now you need to supplement with more and more calcium. And and the problem is that it's not being absorbed into our bones. It's not being absorbed into our bones. So one of the problems, look at this. Here's what the research shows. If it's not getting absorbed into your bones, it's going somewhere. And so if you look at the research, the countries that have the most amount of supplementation with calcium also have the highest rates of heart attacks. Here's why, all right, so you've heard of arterial sclerosis, okay, right, so the placking and the hardening of your arteries calcium doesn't get absorbed in your bone, it's flying through your arteries, makes your arteries hard, lays down so the United States is number one, Canada, and a lot of the scandinavian um countries uh they're showing an increase in calcium supplements, increases your heart attack risk uh, the highest number I've seen is a there's one that says thirty percent. Uh, there's another study. This was all done by the Journal of American Medical Association, Internal Medicine. Twelve thousand men. So remember, just not not just women are taking calcium. Men are doing it too, and they're saying they're doing they're taking a thousand milligrams of calcium every single day, and they're doing it in their multivitamin. But it was associated with a twenty percent increased risk of death from cardiovascular disease.
0: And I understand from the research from the study that you sent me. That it also increases the rate of stroke.
1: You got for, it for the same reason, I guess. Same same reason. Same reason.
0: So we're talking about calcium supplements now, which, by the way, there used to be, you know, two on the market, and now there are two thousand, and right. they've made them flavored like chocolate, and they've made them for. I mean, they, they it, it's there. It's like an entire candy section, the calcium supplement section. Mm. So people think they're doing themselves good,
1: and what you're saying is it creates calcification in
0: your arteries.
1: You got it because it's not getting absorbed into the bones, so that that car, that calcium has to go somewhere, and it starts to go through your bloodstream, starts to lay down in your arteries, creates hardening of the arteries, that is called arteriosclerosis.
0: Do you categorically tell people to shy away from calcium supplements?
1: I'm a I'm a big fan of getting all your nutrients as much as you can through food, right? And and I know I know you're the same way. Yeah. It's uh you know get it through food if you can. And it's easy. It's easy to get enough calcium in your diet through calcium-rich foods without having to take a supplement. I mean, the, the major ones, uh, as far as calcium goes, besides just turning to a glass of milk, uh, anything green, leafy greens are excellent. But one of my favorites, uh, chia seeds and sesame seeds. Really?
0: So, chia and sesame seeds?
1: Got it. So chia is becoming more and more popular uh, a lot of endurance athletes are using stuff. that's loaded with omega-3s. Uh, they're using it for hydration. Sesame seeds are really similar, but they actually have more calcium. They have more calcium huh. than chia seeds do. And so people are putting these things into their smoothies. Uh, almonds, another easy way. And so, I mean, in my house, what we do instead of milk, we use almond milk. We use almond milk, and sometimes we even make our own. Uh, but again, just has enough calcium for your body if you're eating eating the right nutrients. If you're gonna do a calcium supplement let me teach you which one you want to stay away from okay the one you want to stay away from is calcium carbonate calcium carbonate so i'm writing all of this
0: down everybody (laughs) that's what you
1: hear hear, like the, the
0: typing in the background i'm writing this down so that i can just make this easy for everybody else in the show notes okay
1: so you want to avoid calcium carbonate Because this is the one, it's the calcium that comes from rocks and shells. No, it does not. This is the one specifically that they do the research on that leads to heart issues, (laughs) myocardial infarction. Yeah, calcium carbonate.
0: Okay. And if you were going to take a calcium supplement, which I would highly encourage you to really do your research before you did that, if you were going to do that, then what would you actually be looking for? Anything in particular?
1: You would want to find something. It will say calcium citrate would be a better version. But truthfully, I would you know get it from food. But the other thing that you'll see, if you do find a calcium supplement, a good one, oftentimes it will have two other vitamins with it. And this is how you mineralize and absorb calcium into your bones. Two vitamins, vitamin D3 and vitamin K2.
0: Okay, okay, good. I want to talk about those because I know. So let's recap for just a second. So you're saying dairy milk overrated, true or false? True. What has more calcium than dairy milk, for
1: example? Almond milk, chia seeds, sesame seeds.
0: Oh, all of those do. And then you mentioned uh, greens as well. Yes, dark leafy greens. Okay, so I'm going to share. Can I share the food chart that you shared with me? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. In the chart, Ella, I think it breaks down how much uh, it is of your dietary intake. Is that true?
0: Yeah, it does. Oh, good. Okay, I'll share this. And it has bok choy on it, and it has broccoli and turnip greens. And I have no idea what winged beans are, but those are on here too. (laughs) Um, But really, the killers are almonds, sesame seed, and chia seeds. Uh, Those just knock it out of the park. Wow, sesame seeds have 99% of your daily intake recommendation.
1: Lots of calcium. And so tahini
0: is a very good thing.
1: There it is. So people oh, are, like well, this people is are like, well, how do I eat a <laughs> sesame seed? It's like, well, you don't just eat the seed. Not it's on your sun. Big
0: Mac bun. That is it's not, not <laughs> what we're talking about.
1: So hummus, tahini, that's where you're going to be getting your sesame seeds from.
0: Okay. though that's a good point. Sesame seed hummus. Okay, I'll link to some. I'm obsessed with tahini. Tahini with a little bit of an acid like lemon juice or apple cider vinegar and then with like one or two other ingredients makes an amazing dressing or a spread for just about anything. Um, You got it. Okay, that's fantastic. Okay, so let's come back to the food then. We will share with everybody... The food sources that are better than dairy milk and dairy milk is overrated and potentially creating more problems if you're buying the conventional dairy. It will actually, uh, going back to the whole estrogen argument from. The beginning of the show,
1: absolutely. <laughs>
0: okay, and then I'll share the study that you shared as well, talking about calcium supplementation and risk of stroke and heart attack, because
1: that right. is news to a lot of people. Right.
0: What types of foods actually can destroy bone density, or is that a real thing?
1: Yeah, I mean the ones the ones you got to stay away from. The number one is, is sugar. That is an anti nutrient. It'll leach calcium out of your bones. But but truthfully, the number one thing uh, is, is soda. Uh, soda soda pop uh carbonated high fructose corn syrup beverages really the reason, the reason why is because it leaches phosphorus phosphorus is it the fastest way to leach phosphorus out of your bones is through soda and uh so it leaches the phosphorus out leaches the calcium out it'll lead to osteopenia and osteoporosis
0: so what is it that's doing the leaching
1: The acidity. So sugar is literally an anti-nutrient. So in order for sugar to get basically digested and out of your body, your body has to pour into it calcium, phosphorus, manganese, magnesium, uh, selenium. It withdraws that stuff just to get it out of your body.
0: Okay. So the sugar and the acidity, like the overall acidity and and soda Mm -hmm. is so acidic. So even if you're like, well, I drink diet soda, it still falls (sighs) well into this camp, wouldn't it?
1: Absolutely. Maybe okay. even worse just because of the artificial sweeteners in there.
0: Okay. That's a whole nother show. Let's do another You
1: got show. it. Okay.
0: <laughs> Topic number three, already decided. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. And so are there any, because I want to come back to the things that are super helpful because I know there's a lot more to say there, but is there anything else that we should talk about on the foods that destroy bone density or start chipping away?
1: One of the, one of the things you got to be careful of is is bread so grains white or really? whole wheat or bread so this is this is a f- phenomenal and took me a little while for just personally for me to wrap my mind around this and look at through the research bread turns into sugar right so you have a you have a an enzyme in your mouth that literally breaks down bread and the research shows about five to ten seconds in your mouth that bread is already turning into sugar
0: faster than like other other
1: simple carbohydrates so, listen, I mean, so they did a, and I, it's the Doctor Oz show. Oh, <laughs> so well that's where I get thing. all
0: my science.
1: <laughs> and I really don't, but I thought they did a really just decent job. And they just took a group of women, had them eat two slices of bread, took another group of women in a different day, had them eat a Snicker bar, which is a big candy bar, and they checked their blood sugar. The women with the two with the two slices of bread had higher blood sugar than the group with the Snicker bar. Right. But there's a lot of re- that's that's just like an anecdotal. I mean, showing a a group of women doing that, yeah. checking their blood sugar. Right. But now the research is, is showing, OK, it is bread turns into sugar, spikes your glycemic index. Grains are are the big one. I mean, the okay. whole wheat grains, the white bread, the wheat bread. Yep.
0: Amazing. Because I would consider Snickers, you know, not a complex carb.
1: <laughs> For sure. <laughs>
0: OK. Wow. That's interesting. Thank you, Doctor Oz, once again for your
1: right. contribution to <laughs> medical society. Okay,
0: all right, but no, it, it is an interesting show and tell, isn't it? It is. Okay, all right. Okay, got it. So you mentioned that if you were going to take calcium supplementation, that you, and and, and again, not necessary because it is widely available. Not everything is widely available and much more bioavailable in food, but right. sometimes you might take it in combination with or. For example, I think my vitamin D three that I actually take, I'm about to mention vitamin D three and vitamin K two, but I actually think the vitamin D three that I take actually has calcium in it. And so that wouldn't be cause to throw it away. Uh there's a reason that they do it that way, right? But I don't go out there and specifically like look for a calcium supplement.
1: You got it. So this okay. is, this is the this is the key to mineralization. Mineralization meaning the absorption of calcium. Right? There's two vitamins, vitamin D three. And vitamin K, 2 These are the two that activate the absorption of calcium, which is why your supplement has vitamin D3 and calcium in it. Vitamin D3, it's actually really not truly a vitamin. It is more of a pro-hormone. And truly the only natural, I mean, completely natural way to get vitamin D3 is from the sun. It's from the sun. So the sun hits our skin. Our body turns. Uh, This fat soluble vitamin into vitamin D3 through sun exposure. And the research is showing, I mean, you got to get a good amount of sun, uh, especially if you live in an area that's not, you know, extremely close to the equator. Uh, When I go to Rio for the Olympics, there'll be some sun. But now in North Carolina, there is not. There's not. And so I'm not getting you know, 10 to 20 minutes of sun exposure a day. So I supplement with vitamin D3 as well.
0: Well, and let's pause here for just a moment because a couple of things about sun exposure, that also means you're exposing your skin to the sun. So very few of us who have jobs and have things going on, um, and who live in most of the parts of the world, not all, most of us are wearing clothes and not out in the sun during the premium sunning hours. You got it. Okay. So even when you're talking about sun exposure, like me walking my dog and getting sun on my face is not really what you're talking about here.
1: No, not unless you're walking your dog in your bathing suit. Not at least
0: for another month. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's happening. Okay. So
0: so I want to be clear because so many people – well, there's two major things, major shifts going on in our society of late uh, that were not the case, say, 100 years ago. And the first one is we spend – just inordinate amounts of time inside, um, including our children. And number two is when we do go outside, we like cover every inch of our body with, you know, carcinogenic sunscreen. (laughs) Right. Not that, not that I have a problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) There are sunscreen options. Okay. That's show number four. There are sunscreen options that are not carcinogenic, but the ones that you're going to the store, um, oftentimes and just buying off the shelf are, arguably quite terrible for you and they're preventing you from getting some of the vitamin d that you need am i I, how am i doing
1: (laughs) i agree that is that is great yes okay speech over
0: so talk to us about vitamin d3 that's actually something that you you are saying if i'm understanding you correctly or if i say let you get a word in edgewise um that's something you're saying you might actually want to consider supplementation because it's kind of hard
1: to get it naturally most months out of the year Definitely, I, I, t- okay. I recommend the majority of my patients do it, but here's how you know. I am also a big fan when it comes to when it comes to supplements or vitamins or anything. I'm really a big fan of test. Don't guess. okay right? So you can run a vitamin D three test. It's a very simple blood test. Um, there's even places you can find one that you can do at home and then you can find out what your number is. That way you'll know, how much vitamin D three to actually be taking. Uh, it's, it's uh, it's quite hard to get toxic on vitamin D three, okay. but I am a, I am a fan also of testing to figure out where your number is.
0: Well, I have to say that um, conventional medicine says your number is acceptable at a lower number than what I have found holistic medicine to be amenable to. So right. in, in other words, your doctor will say what range is okay. Your so Your conventional MD
1: will say what range is okay. Anything above 30. Anything above 30. So they say, yeah, I mean, that's what I've seen. Uh, if you're above 30, you're normal. So that means if you're 31, you're normal. If you're oh. 29, you're bad. Oh, wow. Okay. Well,
0: uh, the reason I'm saying, uh, why don't you tell people why I'm saying, oh,
1: wow, because that's really low. <laughs> no, that's super low. Okay. So here, let me kind of give you the background behind their mindset, right? So <clears throat> vitamin D, when people think vitamin D, traditionally they think rickets. Mom said, you need vitamin D because we don't want you to have rickets. Okay, she never said that either. Okay, me neither. My mom didn't. But someone's mom did. I'm just kidding. So if you get your number above 30, you decrease the risk of rickets. But now the research is showing. And so here's where the integrative holistic doctor comes in and says, well, look, here's what the research shows. If you can get your number to 70 to 90 on that vitamin D scale, now you turn on the immune-boosting properties of vitamin D. The immune-boosting properties are things like killing cancer cells. There's phenomenal research right now in the breast cancer world that says high numbers of vitamin D3, 70 to 90 range, is more effective at killing breast cancer cells than the drug tamoxifen.
0: Wow. Even I've heard of tamoxifen. Yeah. Okay. Higher than what number? Say that again. That's important. (laughs)
1: 70 to 90.
0: Okay. Okay. 70 to 90 is the range that you like to see. And you're saying anything below what 50 is just utterly deficient.
1: Technically the medical world says if you're below 30, you're deficient in my world. It's like, man, you do not want to be below 50.
0: Okay. And 50 just means you're on the board and you'd really like to see us get up closer to the 70 to 90 range. You got it wow, I'm not there. that is fascinating i got I got mine tested, and I am so not there
1: and it took it took me a little bit to get mine up. It took me about six months. I checked mine uh, a few years ago, and now mine sits right at eighty nine and if uh, I keep it there.
0: everyone is going to want to know what a good d three supplement is so is it unfair to ask you if you have a brand that you recommend
1: i do i my personal brand that I carry in my practice for my patients it's uh it's created by a company called Vita Labs. Okay. He, he's the guy who created Vita Cost, but uh you can go to my website; it's on there. Okay, but I'll, I'll you, link I'll,
0: to that one. I'm actually going to switch to yours. I'm not kidding. And yay, free commercial! I forgot that you had that, and I am—I feel like I've been taking mine for almost a year, so my number should have gone up.
1: It, it should, and this is this is where it comes down to. So with the vitamin D three world. Uh, again, so the only natural way to get it is from the sun, right? Right. So so it's like, well, how do I put sunshine in a vitamin? <laughs> so, <laughs> so the way, the, the most natural way to do it is through some sort of animal that their skin is exposed to the sun. Oh, you're going to make me
0: it. not want to take this.
1: Well, listen, it's for your immune system. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what am I eating? Lanolin. Lanolin from what? Sheepskin. Oh my gosh! At first, I was like, I thought you were saying lamb, and I was like, <laughs> gross. And then you said lanolin, I was like, okay, that's fine. That sounds harmless. And you said from sheep, so we came full circle. You got it. <laughs> and so this is a byproduct of sheep, but you're saying that that's actually key.
1: Yes, yes. Otherwise, the only the only way to other way to make a vitamin is through synthetic. Synthetic, synthetically making it, and that's what they do now in the in the medical world. They'll do a prescription vitamin D, and it's in fact vitamin D two. Okay.
0: okay, this is if you get a prescription. Yes. All right. Anytime you say prescription, like my whole radar starts pinging. So talk to me about vitamin
1: D two. Okay, so vitamin D two is not, that's not the same
0: thing. I know that's not, not the
1: same. Thing. <laughs> it's not the same, and it doesn't. Here's the best part: it doesn't become vitamin D three. It doesn't, like, Wait, change over. Th- so the medical world made a prescription vitamin D, and it's – listen. They give the patient 50,000 units of vitamin D2 Holy one cow. time one time a week. <laughs> and on their blood level test, it will make it look like their vitamin D is coming up. And as soon as they stop taking it, everything just plummets. No, this is crazy. I mean, that sounds like subterfuge. <laughs> it's just – I mean – uh, yeah. There's a lot that goes into it, but I'll leave it at that.
0: Okay. Well, let me ask you just one question about that. Okay. What is vitamin D2? I mean, I don't really care what it is, but why are, like, what is it?
1: <laughs> so that's the, that is the, what they would be like food grade. So when you look at, uh, conve- again, conventional milk, or if they, uh, you know, use the word, like if they fortify like your kid's breakfast cereal. With vitamin D? Yeah, it's vitamin D2. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. 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 So vitamin D2, no.
1: Exactly. The chemical name uh, is called ergo-calciferol of vitamin D2, and vitamin D3 is called cholecalciferol. calciferol
0: Okay, but honestly, the bottles will say D2 or D3, right?
1: They should, yes, absolutely. Okay. If you're getting a good D3, it'll say D3. Okay, okay, okay. So, are there bad D3s? Just, Just ones that will have fillers. Just ones that have fillers. So here's the thing in the, in the supplement world. Uh, there's very little to no regulations. Uh, the FDA took off yeah. regulations in 1994. So you just want to be careful of the vitamin Ds that have all the fillers in them. If they have soybean oil, uh, if they have you know vegetable oils, corn oils, again, genetically modified soy will raise your estrogen, which will decrease your bone density. So you just want to be careful with, with those ones that have any of those fillers. Well,
0: they actually say that. On the label, well, let's say soybean soybean oil and corn so oil
1: on the label? What, what you want to do is you want to take the bottle, spin it around, right? Quit looking at the pretty marketing. Go to the supplement facts, and on the very bottom, the smallest print that you'll see says other ingredients. Okay. That's where you want to look. What What else are you putting in my supplement that I need to know about? Other ingredients.
0: Okay. Okay. So you the one that you're talking about that's lanolin. Is that a product that you can get just off the shelf for those people who need to purchase it that way? I mean, are there options?
1: Yes, you know, okay. there's definitely options, yep. Okay, well, I'm still buying yours because mine is not working. <laughs> and we'll get we'll get your number up. You don't need to be... I, I I know you, like I take care of you. Like you don't need... You eat well enough. You definitely don't need to be taking a calcium, any calcium supplement.
0: Yeah, no, not on my list of things to take. No. Okay, so let me get back on track here. So I'm going to share... The vitamin D3 link, I'm going to share some of the other things that we've mentioned. And I appreciate you sharing those numbers so that people can actually get a simple blood test. That's not complicated to do, is it? Just to get your vitamin D, te- your D levels tested. All you have to do is ask for it. Okay, Dr. Tom, but one thing that I've heard you mention in the past is how to best combine vitamin D. Is that right? What are you supposed to take it with?
1: Yeah, so this is really good and very important. So, this, Ella, so when people are taking vitamin D, you know, like yourself, and maybe your number's not right, coming up like it should, one of the causes of that could be that you're not taking your vitamin correctly. So, vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin. Okay. okay. There's, only, there's only four of them vitamins A, D, E, and K. Those are your four fat soluble, meaning they absorb better in fat. So, you just want to take your your vitamin D with. Coconut oil or a good fish oil. Take it with some sort of healthy fat that will help your body absorb the vitamin. Vitamin
0: A, D, E, and K, and those are fat soluble. Unlike something like vitamin C, which is water
1: soluble, right? You got it. All the other vitamins are all water soluble. All right, very
0: good. Let's talk about vitamin K for just a minute because I believe that that is an under celebrated vitamin.
1: <laughs> and I me too. And so, and again, it's one of the ones that you don't have to supplement with. You know, if you're doing, if you're eating good food and, and you're following a good plan, a good diet, you can get vitamin K in your body. So, specifically, vitamin K2 helps lead to building bones. It helps the mineralization of your bones and, and building strong bones. Uh, but vitamin K2 specifically comes from the dark leafy greens. Okay, that's ones. the best source. Yes, absolutely. And it is great for bone health. It's extremely good for your heart as well. Um, so you're looking at, you know, some of the dark leafy greens. It's your kales, uh, it's your cucumbers, uh, cabbage, bok choy, broccoli, all, all those nice, good dark green, cruciferous, cruciferous vegetables.
0: I've heard even green tea is helpful with vitamin K. Yeah.
1: And vitamin, yeah, absolutely. And, and green tea has a lot of antioxidant properties, um, and, and even can cross the, the blood brain barrier to bring antioxidants into your, into your brain. Great for your immune system.
0: Okay. Is that why I feel like a superhero when I drink matcha? Yes. <laughs> All right. Very good. Okay. So vitamin K, you touched on some of the benefits and I have also read that it helps with PMS symptoms, that it helps improve brain function and it helps maintain teeth and gums.
1: Yeah. Building, building strong bones, building strong cells, uh, which is also why it helps your heart uh, vitamin K two is great, and then again, get it through get it through your nutrition. You don't necessarily have to supplement with this.
0: Okay, that's so useful because I get so I, I actually am wary of
1: recommending supplements
0: to people at this point because I feel like if you listen to I don't know seventy <laughs> episodes of the show, you're like ah, I don't know what to take. But I think right. I mean, I don't supplement with very much. I'd love your opinion on this, even though it's a bit of a left turn. A really solid fish oil, um, vitamin. K-2 I have in the cabinet, but I don't take daily because I eat so many of these foods. Uh Um, So then really just the bare minimum. I love that you're directing us to get most of this through our nutrition.
1: Yeah. So here's, uh, let me give you my bare minimum. Uh, I went through this with my patients as well. Uh, So every day I have vitamin D. I got my vitamin D3. I got my high quality fish oil. I take those two together. Okay. Okay. I take those two. Those are those are my staples. Okay. I take a curcumin pill. Curcumin is a natural anti-inflammatory, targets cancer cells. I take that every single day, and those are my main three. From there, my nutrients at least every other day, if not daily, I'm doing a green juice. Okay, and I'm doing I'm doing bone broth, and uh, those are those are two of the basically those are my liquid <laughs> my liquid nutrients. That I'm I'm getting into my, into my, into my body. And then quarterly, I do some sort of detox. Um, So that's it. Once a quarter, I do a detox, whether it's a cell detox. Uh, Sometimes I'll do a straight liver detox. I did a parasite cleanse at the beginning of the year. And I'll just do one of those cleanses.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, once, so once, a, once a quarter. Topic number four. I don't know what topic we're on right now.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> we'll put a pin in that one also because I would love to talk to you about that. Okay. So is, do you say curcumin or cur- how do you say that?
1: I call it curcumin.
0: Curcumin. And I, it's turmeric, right?
1: Yeah, so it's the active ingredient in turmeric is the curcuminoids. That... I can't
0: say anything today. I don't know what's wrong with me. Are these like elective on how we pronounce them? Or yeah, no, it's good.
1: It's it. good. You just got to get the first letter right.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm very familiar with curcuminoids. Cumin and, and turmeric, but yeah. I don't know how to pronounce them. So I never talk about them.
1: <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta eat them. You don't have to talk about them. You just gotta get That's them in right. your body. I'll just use pictures, guys. I'll just post some pictures. <laughs> It'll be fine. Okay.
0: All right. Very good. Do you have um, a curcumin brand that you like that we can post to?
1: I have the one that I carry in my office. Oh, you one have thing, that one
0: too. Where have that I have that been? One too.
1: Here's the deal. Be careful. I flew out to Las Vegas, and this is just again in the supplement world. we went not the Vegas where my manufacturer is, and he has all the you know the cool lab testing. And so we ordered, you know, six different curcumin pills off of Amazon, and I'm not going to say the name brands, but we ordered them and we genetically tested them. The actives, the highest number had 4% actives of your curcuminoids, which is the active ingredient in curcumin, 4%. The one that I I take in my office, the one I have, is 98% actives.
0: Oh, my gosh. So
1: this is the difference. My dad used to always say you get what you pay for in the supplement world is absolutely that.
0: Okay, and for people who are sitting in London right now, can they buy it too? Can I? Can I? Or is this just U.S. based? Let me just go ahead and tell everybody because they're they're going to want to look into this.
1: My stuff personally is from my office. It'll ship U.S. If you want something overseas, go to check out Doctor Vida. Okay. Labs. Okay, Doctor Vida Labs. You got it.
0: Okay, fantastic. And then just while, we, while we're just completely off of whatever topic we started with today, let me ask you a quick question. Do you take a probiotic?
1: I eat sauerkraut. That's eat your probiotic. Got it. Yep. So mm-hmm. you can get – this is really amazing. You can get over a trillion probiotics and four tablespoons of sauerkraut if you're getting it from someone who's making some good homemade sauerkraut. Uh, And there's some good brands you can find at the store um, as long as it's raw. And you'll get literally four tablespoons, one trillion probiotics, which is, I mean, you would have to swallow like half a (laughs) bottle of, you know, some of the probiotics out there to get the same amount. Okay, I eat kimchi
0: for that reason.
1: You got it. Kimchi is the spicy (laughs) sauerkraut, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is really cool, Ella, too. Also, if you're getting cabbage that's raised in the ground like it's supposed to be. You'll also get soil-based organisms, which are fantastic for building your microbiome and your immune system.
0: Oh, you're not saying go buy cabbage, too. I mean, cabbage is great. But you're saying that the cabbage in the sauerkraut and in the kimchi, that's actually particularly helpful.
1: You got it. Dr. Tom,
0: you are so full of knowledge.
1: I like to help people.
0: Okay, so (laughs) this is very cool. So, And the reason I ask about probiotics is because... I really try to encourage people in the direction of real food for their real nutrition. And the probiotics, I'm still torn. And people are saying, well, which one do you take, Ella? Which one do you take? And I'm like, eh. Like, there's, there's one that I take, but I feel like between drinking kombucha and eating kimchi,
1: like I'm good,
0: but maybe I'm wrong.
1: No, I mean, eating kimchi, you're, you're good. You're getting enough of them. And honestly, like, again, I get my food, but I have patients who just will not eat sauerkraut, will not eat kimchi. Like, they'd rather, you know, they would just throw up. Like, they would lose probiotics if they tried to eat that <laughs> stuff. So okay. for them, I'm like, yeah, go go get a good probiotic. I have a, I have a friend, Dr. Axe, who makes a good probiotic. And uh, so I recommend his for people who want to supplement with them.
0: Okay, Doctor Axe. Oh, you and Doctor Axe. You and Josh Axe, who's like all over the internet. Um, you yeah. went to school together.
1: Yeah, we grew up together in Florida. Uh, went to school together. He was he actually had a maximized living practice. He's a chiropractor. Uh, we went to chiropractic school together. He had a practice for about three years, and um, just really felt the calling on his life. And this is what he says: He goes, "I literally just felt the calling of my life to have the number one health website in the world." And um, so right now he's in the top, you know, I think he's in the top three or top four. Wow. Uh, currently, and so he's doing it. You know, super great kid. When we went through through school together, I call him a kid. He's just a friend of mine. When we went to school together. <laughs> a his good mother, lad. A good lad. His mother was diagnosed with cancer for the second time. First time she went through chemo, radiation, surgery. Second time it came back, and we were in school, you know, learning this stuff. And I remember, you know, he sat down with mom. He goes, "Mom, there, there's a better way." And if you'll listen to me, we can do this. And so his mom completely reverses cancer, 100% natural. And so now Josh is just, you know, reaching people and really just educating and empowering them. I, I think he's doing an amazing job at it.
0: Well, shout out to Dr. Josh Axe. And we will link into to the probiotics that you mentioned that are on his site.
1: Perfect. All
0: right. So you can thank Dr. Tom, Dr. X. Okay. So, okay. Last topic, last question for you. You mentioned bone broth. I wanted to almost do a whole show on bone broth, but in lieu of that, for the moment, can you just give us the rundown on bone broth and
1: kind of what it is and what it isn't? Come on, liquid gold, right? So this is uh, this is something that I drink uh, daily. I'll do half a cup to a cup of of bone broth, and I've been incorporating this just in my lifestyle maybe over the past two years. You know, grand, my grandma used to make chicken stock uh, on Sundays after you know dinner. She'd take the chicken, throw it in water, and what you're doing, you're slow simmering. So chicken broth takes about 24 hours, right? And you're simmering all the bones, all the all the cartilage all the collagen pieces of the bony matrix of the chicken carcass, you're, you're slow simmering and grabbing all the nutrients out of there. So you're literally grabbing calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, uh, silicone, sulfur, uh, selenium, all the different you know, minerals and nutrients out of the bones, out of the cartilage, and into the, into, the, into the stock, into the broth. And then you drink it. So it's a really just bioavailable way – um, to get those nutrients into your body. But one of the best things, and and, and a lot of my patients are, are drinking this stuff now, but it has chondroitin sulfates in it.
0: Chondroitin
1: so, sulfates? You got it. So this is So of so anyone in the running world, right? You know, they've all heard of glucosamine chondroitin. Yes. Right? Glucosamine chondroitin is the, you know, the supplement that you take if your knees hurt, right? The research on human, human trials, glucosamine chondroitin is about 50% effective. And again, the reason why is because it's all, you know, they're all, it's all processed and synthetic. So bone broth is the natural version of that. Chondroitin sulfates and glucosamine is what's in it. And it also has collagen, uh, in gelatin, which is the, the breakdown of collagen. So now you're thinking, well, you know, it's, it's good for, it's great for skin. It's great for hair. It's great for nails. And it is at pr- promoting growth in the smoothness of the ligaments and the tendons in the skin
0: yeah i mean i'll be honest with you i'm a fake vegetarian you know a pesco mm. um a pescatarian who dabbles in bacon once a quarter but anyway <laughs> okay uh, i am now consuming bone broth because you linked me to a local farmer who makes liquid gold bone broth And I've made it. I, you know, I won't like touch meat, but (laughs) I actually got out the crock pot and somehow got the bones in there without really touching them. And with (laughs) carrot, onion and celery and some salt and a little bit of apple cider vinegar, because that helps leach the minerals out of the bones. See, I read and let it simmer for like two days and it's, it's good. But since I made it, I have this thing. I don't, I don't want to eat it. So now (laughs) I buy it from the local farmer and I drink, hers and it's amazing and it's so good for your gut i know but what the reason i got onto it even though chickens gross me out is the gelatin the collagen so good for skin like i don't need to buy a bunch of stuff and put it on my face like i'll just put it in my body
1: Amazing for your skin and absolutely incredible for your joints. And so one of the things, too, for anyone out there, if you're going to make your own bone broth, uh, and I used to make my own, but then I found someone who would make it for me. Oh, she, It's so uh, it's, good. <laughs> it's it's, it's so, she, Gwenda, she does such a good job. But if you're going to make your own, make sure, here's the big key, make sure the bones, the chicken bones that you're buying are from healthy chickens. Oh, that's right? so, so Yeah. So, again, free range or, or pasture raised chicken. You can also make beef broth. Uh, you can make lamb broth. Uh, again, just make sure the bones that you're getting are healthy bones.
0: Oh, that's so important because if you're buying some nasty chickens who were raised in just disgusting conditions, like this is, then you can just disregard the past four minutes of this
1: podcast because it's not Absolutely. the same product. Okay. Not, I, I would not do that.
0: Okay, and bones are cheap. Like you don't even have to buy the chicken. You can just go to a farmer's market or go to your co-op or go if you're lucky enough to have someone who's quasi local, like we are. And you can just say, you know, I'll just take the bones kind of when you're done.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And some of, and some of the farmers, some of the farmers will even give you their bones. They'll give them away. Incredible. So look at this. So chicken bones are the easiest and I think they taste the best Mm -hmm. beef, beef bones has a different taste to it, but it has the marrow. So the inside of those bones, that marrow is loaded with white, what will increase your white blood cells. So for for my patients who come in with a any type of white blood cell, uh, basically white blood cell cancer, I will get them going on bone marrow, bone marrow stock mm-hmm. right away to help increase those white blood cells. It's all about your immune system. What about the stuff you
0: can buy off the shelf, Doctor Tom?
1: Yeah, be careful. Uh, there's there's one brand, um, at least where where we live in North Carolina. It's called Pacific, and it's a it's a national brand. And uh, they do a good job about raising healthy, healthy bones. That's the only one I've ever seen good research and good news about. Uh, the other ones I truly don't know, but it just, I feel more comfortable knowing the farmer and knowing what I'm about to put into my body. Because mm-hmm. think about it. It's their bones, their bones, that chicken's bones or that cow's bones is literally made up of what they've been eating yeah over you know however long they've been alive literally you're you're literally so you're about to get all those nutrients you want to make sure you're getting all the good and you want to make sure you're not getting any of the bad
0: okay so in general just the stuff you can buy out of a can or a carton off the shelf is pretty it's just it's not even the same
1: product really it's 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 inferior i mean it's not like it's not horrible at least that brand pacific uh it's not horrible but If you get a homemade one from either a farmer who's making this stuff or you're making it at home, it's going to be a whole lot more nutrient-dense.
0: Well, and you guys know I'm just incapable in the kitchen. Like I can mix things together. That's about it. And even I can make bone broth because you don't have to do anything. You just drop it all in the pot and let it hang out for a day or two. You got it. Okay. Dr. Tom, I've taken up way too much of your time, but this is just absolutely fascinating. And now I have three more shows that I want to do with you. So that's great. Uh, we'll plan on that. And <laughs> is there anything else you want to let people know about or anything you're excited about that you want to share before we let you go?
1: Ella, I just, I love it. I love being on with you. I'm super thankful uh, for for the opportunity. I just want people to realize, listen, you have a you have an option when it comes to your health. You know, when, when someone tells you one of the things I've been on right now, I have just had so many people walk into my door and their doctor has told them whether it's cancer or fibromyalgia or even osteoporosis, the doctors will tell them it's incurable, right? We don't, we don't really know what caused it. There's no really cure for it. And I tell every single one of those people, and maybe there's someone out there listening right now, then you need to hear this. If a doctor ever tells you it's incurable, what that means is up to that person's knowledge, they do not have an answer for you and you need to go find someone who does. The research backs it up. Harvard just did a study. It said if you get a diagnosis of cancer, that oncologist says you have six months to live. If you believe that doctor, guess how long you'll live? Six months. If you change your mindset – this is out of Harvard. If you change your mindset and say, no, 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 I'm not done yet. I'm going to do something different, you'll live longer. Just that mindset switch activates your immune system. There's always another way.
0: The mindset activates the immune system.
1: Yep. And laughter – also boosts your immune system. Dr.
0: Tom, you're going to live forever.
1: <laughs> I hope so. At least a hundred, <laughs> at least 120. Right? All right. Well,
0: Dr. Tom Nixon and his beautiful, amazing wife, Marissa, I will link to them so you can learn lots more about them. Dr. Tom, it has been an honor and a privilege.
1: Thanks, Ella. I appreciate it.
0: Catch you later